I'm Stephen Adams. This is Down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. Welcome to the Wednesday pod, Duh-El Man. Oh, man. It's been such a... I got the call up. Uh, yeah. It's like I'm on a... Uh, I've been on uh, JV, and now this is being called Two Varsity. Well, everyone knows that, uh, you know, we've got... M- Mikey is the Indian guy. Uh, Taylor is the kid. The kid. Uh, Jay is the DJ. And Andrew, he's the boss man, you know? He writes he's the, the checks. He's the boss man. He That's writes right. the checks. He, he, he cracks us. the whips. Oh, he and he is cracking whips frequently. And uh, I don't think he ever wanted this to happen. No. But unfortunately, he had to go on, or fortunately, I guess, he went on vacation to Florida. And uh, he needed someone to fill in. And I told him, I can't think of anyone else. No one else is available. I have to bring on the L-Man. The L-Man. You know what they say? Win the cats away. The mice will play, and we're just a bunch of silly mice today. We are. You got a couple. You are listening in to a couple mice talking to you right now. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's. Is it gonna be good? I don't know. Only we'll time find will out. It, now, if you if you look at the Twitter response, I mean, Luke, we had almost three thousand questions for tonight's podcast. I had I had to stop counting at a certain point. There were so many. So people obviously want this. We got a ton of Twitter questions to go through, and we've got nothing else. So that's mainly what we're doing tonight. And Twitter it questions. is, and it is September. So there's little little basketball to talk about. That is true. Uh, so no basketball to mention in the intro. So that means we can jump right in to Twitter questions. Woo! Give me that drop. I don't think what the Twitter questions drop is. You don't uh, even remember. Twitter questions. Yeah, that's good. Because uh, Andrew only sent me the intro and outro. <laughs> so I don't have any drops. Okay. I can. I, I think that's. Well, no, I know the other one. So I'll be good. Okay. Our first question from at Elroy11. Rat. He says thoughts on the NBA banning ninja style. Headbands. Hashtag lame AF. Man, okay. I do think that this is hashtag lame AF. I don't think this is cool at all. Because uh, Russ was wearing one for, for uh, a little bit and like some like practicing in it, or at least, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he, he wore one in a game, I think. And, uh, and I feel like he had reached his final form of coolness. Yeah. So actually, I think it's a good thing because now he's only going to be less cool. Like he reached his cool peak in Oklahoma City. We got to see it. It's all downhill for those Houston fans. But I, I can't, I can't think of a reason why they're like, oh, this type of headband can't do it. Everything, every other headbands, normal headbands, fine. But this one, nah, because well, of reasons. I can't think of a reason. 
according to Woj, it was uh, first and foremost safety because what if someone grabbed a hold of it and and gently untied it, you know, and it might fall to the ground, float away into the stands. Yeah, but you I could slip on it like a banana argument. peel. I think that's the same argument for headbands. And plus, it's not is is the bandana headband actually tied like um, like a like the ninja headband? Like, is it actually tied, or is it just a regular headband that happens to have the ball and like two tail looking thing? Ninja oh, interesting, things. interesting. You're thinking it's almost like a uh, like a faux like man bun. Where they just yes. kind of stick it yes. onto a regular ha- a headband. No, I, I actually think it is really tied. Although that's oh, really? kind of challenging too, because you'd have to do at least two knots to make sure it stayed on there, and that could cut yeah, blood circulation. Always, yeah, because like if I'm gonna if it's gonna stay on my head, like you'd have to tie you'd have to tie it pretty tight. So I don't know. Uh, they're just they're just trying to protect the athletes. They are, and then the other thing they were worried about is consistency in size and length. Which I think is a weird I thing. Guess. I guess like they can't have one guy who's like, hey, I'm wearing my uh, ninja headband. And <laughs> it was originally a six foot long piece of material. And I'm, it's dragging yeah, behind me. That, w- that would be cool if it was like down to their butt. Have the you, ever, do you remember the video game Shinobi? Like yes. it was, and he was like going, but his, his ribbon headband would like follow him and how, wherever he went, but stay behind in the exact same thing. They're probably, Probably worried about that. He had great control over his headband. Yeah, I never played Shinobi, but I heard it was good. But that's I'm glad I I'm glad I remember it, so we could have this conversation. Uh, moving on to the next question. <laughs> OKC Dunder Miffle one. He wants to hear some first kiss stories. Now, do you know who OKC Thunder uh, Dunder Mifflin is? No. He's a because, huge, he's a huge office fan. Clearly, but I wonder if he knew that you used to have a very popular b- blog. <laughs> I did called, at one point called "Every Girl I've Ever Kissed." Yes, I did at one point, and I don't know at the time. It was sweet. It was wholesome. Um, I not don't in, in twenty nineteen. It would not be <laughs> no. either of those. No, 2019, uh, it doesn't have the same uh, <laughs> feel to it. It's a little, it's just a, I, I uh, it's, but a, it's not out there anymore. It was everygirlevercast.com. A uh, Japanese furniture company bought it, the website. Because really? my, my credit card got hacked at one point and, and when like the Target hack. And so, I didn't, it was like automatically renewing, but I forgot to renew it because it was doing it automatically. I had to get a new card. So I guess like there are certain websites that go and say, oh, this website's getting at least this amount of traffic. Japanese furniture company would be perfect for you. And so they bought it for a little bit, but now I don't wow. have it. But I still have them, but they're not there. Now, so I was, know your, mine is. was your very first story, was it, was it a memorable one? Um, and not really in just that it was, this is basically, basically I was like, I think it was sophomore year of high school, you know, where everyone around me is turning, uh, 16, everyone's driving, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and so it was like, and I was just like, well, you know, 
people have been, at this point, people have been kissing for a while, you know, and I'm like, well, I got to get, I had not, I was like, I got to get with it, you know? Yeah, it had gotten really popular. It had gotten very (laughs) popular. Uh, I mean, uh, so, so I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna go for it. I, I knew that this that there was a, a young woman who fancied me, so I was like, oh, great. So I'll take her in my car, and we'll go to a place and, and kiss. That's what we do. But I, I didn't know where to go. Yeah. So I was like, so I was thinking, I was like, I, well, I, I don't, we got to go to a place that, like, is secluded. So, like, no one's going to know where that, like, because we cannot be, well, you know, whatever, found while yeah, smooching. That's embarrassing. And just to be clear, this was a period of uh, time in your life when you were really into serial killers as well. Isn't that right? <laughs> no, that came just a little bit later. Oh, okay. But, but you, uh, you, really maybe so, you took really, what you learned. That's true. That's true. I actually just got done watching uh, Zodiac on Saturday, but I got too scared. I had to <laughs> finish it on Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, great movie. So, so basically I took, there was some, I'm trying to remember it, but it was basically a place that I had played basketball as like a child in my elementary school. And I was like, this is, this is going to be an empty parking lot because no one's, no one's there like at this time of day. And, uh, (laughs) so, so we went there and uh, I kissed her there and, and, and someone drove through and caught us. Oh yeah, that's so, that's awful. the worst part. But she was just like, "Where are we going?" And I was just like, "Oh, you'll see." <laughs> Nasty. Like I've got like, I don't know. That's how you, I don't know. What's yours? It cannot be any better. Well, my mine is actually just really lame because you know a lot of people they see my Twitter persona, they're like, "Oh, this guy, he must be a huge player." You know, I'm always getting that. People are always uh, saying that. Uh, oh. Yeah, Al baby, Al baby cake. She must be a huge player. But actually, I only dated like three girls before I got married at like age 23. You know, I was a good little Midwest uh, Christian boy in that in that sense. But uh, my my first kiss was actually on. It was in Bricktown. Bricktown, OKC, the place where you go to kiss. And we were on the uh, carriage ride. (laughs) (laughs) Just you two? Well, it was me and the lady and the two horses, of course. Yeah. And uh, we pulled up but, but, in front of probably and the, Abuelos. And the, horse, and, the, and the horse man. The right. horse man was also there, yes. It was okay. man. Okay, okay. And uh, we actually, I waited the whole trip. You know, we had seen all the sights and sounds. This is pre-Thunder Bricktown, to get it yes. in your head. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we, we had seen everything, you know. And I'm sure we pulled up in front of, you know, like Spaghetti Warehouse. Uh-huh. And uh, I leaned over and uh, I popped the question, you know, as you do. Uh huh. You ask politely. That's yeah. That's how you do it. And uh, and it worked out. And ever since then, it's just been nonstop stream of kissing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's, that's the one that got me started. That's great. That's a great start. Very set the bar very high. It did because every kiss since then has had to be more and more romantic. So I don't even <laughs> I don't even kiss my wife anymore because it's so expensive when I have to do it. You know? Oh man! Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah my, uh, mine have stayed about the same level of uh, 
of weirdness. Yeah, so you're still cool. driving girls to uh, the YMCA at 2 a.m. <laughs> How are you going? Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. It'll be perfect. Um, all right. Next question. This is a quick one from at Warner West 2. If you had to choose one of these for an indie rock band name, would you rather have Land of Port or Homa of Okla? Uh, this is absolutely Land of Port. I agree, but what if I switch it up for you, and instead of Homa of Okla, I changed it to Homa of... What, did, what, do, what did, did you do change for? What did you change it to? Now it is Home of Okra. I what do you think about like, that? I still like Land of Port. Okay, but what about for an Okra-themed restaurant? Which, which do you prefer then? Oh, Home of Okra. You've got to go with that. Oh, okay, great. All right, thank you for that question, Warner. All right, this is a big question for you, Luke. Everyone knows you're a huge dork. Uh, Ed Bakari yep. Sanchez, what do you guys think about the Disney Sony Spider-Man sitch? I, I think about this a lot because me and my brother talk about it a lot. We are big into talking about how to incorporate Fantastic Four and X-Men into the movie franchises, you know? Got to do it. I mean, we talk, we, we can talk, we talk about, it. we've had multiple, multiple conversations at very, very various levels of uh, intoxication about it. Um, but Spider-Man thing, it doesn't make any sense because are you up to date? Do you see all these movies? Do you know what I'm, well, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Okay, and that was the last one? <laughs> no, I, I, I watched, uh, not Endgame, but I watched Infinity War. I liked Infinity War. Okay. 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 Well, um, you've been jumping around, but that's okay. Uh, there's no wrong. It's kind of, there's no wrong way to eat Reese's situation. But, um, so basically what ha- you know, what happened is for those that don't, I guess, is that a Marvel originally like think back, like when the first X-Men movie was around, like in the early two thousands, mm. they sold off. They weren't making movies themselves. Then they were selling off movie rights for their most popular characters to different movie studios. So Fox got Fantastic Four and X-Men, which were two of their more popular ones that more people knew. That's why their movies came first. And then they sold Sony Spider-Man. And the rule to, they did have different rules. Like if they don't, the reason there's like an X-Men movie every X number of years is because in the contract it says there has to be one every this number of years. And if there's not, you lose it. That's why they had to reboot Spider-Man so quickly and, and with uh, Andrew Garfield. And so then they made a deal. Marvel started making their own movies with less popular characters at the time. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor got really popular. So they said, hey, have Spider-Man come over to, to this. And they had some rules about it. Well, now they, they don't agree because Marvel wants more money. Now by Disney wants more money for Spider-Man. And it just sucks because they've set up the end of the Spider-Man movie like, oh, it's going to be this huge thing. Spider-Man's going to be like the new like, head of the franchise. Like, He's going to be the main character that we follow through from this. And then they just pull the rug out from under it. And it doesn't look like he's going to be in any of the next movies. So it's sad. That's terrible. But he, he did appear in, the, uh, in Endgame, right? He was in, so he was in Captain America Civil War. Mm. Then he was in um his own spider-man movie yeah then he was in infinity war end game and then his second movie 
Right. And I think that's all he's been in. But, um, and so it's just gonna, it's just gonna suck because now what they think is now Sony gets to do that and they're going to put him into like the net. Like, I think their idea is to put him into like the next, like Venom two or something, you know? Mm. Um, and so they're, they're going to try to incorporate that, but they can't talk about any of the Marvel movies. So it's going to be weird. It's going to suck. Wow. And, and, uh, you know, I, 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 they're just saying, oh, no, we both don't want to make a ton of money. We'd, we'd rather make uh, three-fourths as much, but still a ton of money. And I, so. I know what the people out there are thinking right now. They're saying, and you're saying this is the same guy who drove a girl to an abandoned parking lot where he played basketball when he was an elementary school student? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Yes. Um, hey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can talk a lot about it, but uh, all right. that's, well, that's hey, probably enough. Hey, let's build you up for a second, all right? Let's get people back interested oh, yeah. in Luke, all right? Let's get, get the girls ready. You know, the girls, are, get, the girls are hot for Luke right ooh, now. Give them some of that. They're like, ooh, ooh. I, now I relate. I didn't yes. relate to okay. this. So this question comes from at Road Crew one Favorite new Japan wrestlers, NXT or AEW? Man. Let him have it, Luke. All right. My favorite new Japan wrestler is Kota Ibushi. Oh! He, he is a Japanese man that falls on his neck and hurts his neck all the time. But he's a very, like very that. good. He's a very, very good wrestler. He won the G1 tournament this year. Saw him in Dallas. It was awesome. My favorite NXT wrestler is the Velveteen Dream. Whoa! Upset alert! <laughs> he is a man who his aesthetic can best be described as if Prince was a wrestler. Wow. Um, and then my favorite AEW wrestler. I'm not as into AEW. However, I am wearing, as of this recording of this, a Cody Rhodes t-shirt. Nice. So it's probably him. However, I want to get into Kenny Omega. I don't know enough about him. I haven't seen him. Excited do for your homework. TV. I'm excited for his, him, their TV show to start in October. Now, now uh, how many hours of wrestling do you watch per week? Would you say on average? <laughs> this is the, the, in September, like in September, right now, mm-hmm. on Monday, there mm-hmm. is three hours of Monday Night Raw. Sure. Gotta, gotta watch it. It's the flagship show. Have to. Tuesday, two hours of SmackDown. Mm. Uh, gotta watch it. October 4th. It's moving to Fox. It's going to, it's going to be air on Fridays. It might be three hours, so that might get me to six hours in October, but I'm unsure if it's going to be two or three mm. hours. The other, so that's it for now, but sometimes I watch NXT. Okay which is on the WWE Network, which I subscribe to. Uh, it's $9.99 a month. And uh, you get the pay-per-view. So I, once a month, I watch pay-per-view that's like five hours. And then NXT is like an hour each week, but I don't watch every single one of them. But starting in October, no, starting in like maybe this week, maybe next, on Wednesday, NXT is going to start airing on Wednesdays. It's going to be two hours. And I, you know I'm going to watch it. And right. then... AEW is having a show that premieres on TNT in October. It's going to be two hours on Wednesdays. So right there, we're looking at 
the potential of 10 hours of wrestling programming a week. And I know what people are thinking. (laughs) (laughs) They're saying, you're telling me this is the same guy who drove a girl to a parking lot of a basketball place that he went to when he was in elementary school. That's what they're saying right now. Uh, here's what my the, here's the thing. I used to be like you know that me ten years ago. I used to be super into comic books. That was like my thing. Used to be but super fit. Super fit and into comic books. <laughs> um, and so, but it's pretty expensive. And so now you know wrestling. It's all on cable. That's uh, right. So I'm saving money. And so that's, I could, so that's, that's my argument. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Oh, man. Uh, at a teach, I teach, says, what's your all time favorite HBO show? Um, that's, a, that's a tough I, one. I, I looked through the entire list. There's actually only 71 as of 2019. Um, I know my, I know, I know the one I've watched the most. And it is probably my favorite. It's The Wire. I would also probably say The Wire. What's funny is that when I watched The Wire, I bought every individual episode for a dollar ninety nine, and I watched the majority of that series on my iPhone like three. Oh, really? Which is probably not the best way to watch it, but still no. my favorite show. Uh, it was very, very good. And the, in like when I was in law school, so basically for three years, I bought the box set. And I just, my, I bought it from my roommate first, watched his, and then bought my own. And I just cycled through the show over and over and over throughout all of law school. My other two favorites, uh, I really liked Vice Principals. And I really liked Barry. I continue to like Barry. I, I love, love Barry. Barry. Barry is great. I've just started Righteous Gemstones. I like it a lot. Um, Eastbound and Down was very, very good. Um, and then I'm trying to. There's probably one I'm. I, I do watch last week tonight. I like that a lot, but that's not really a series. Right. Um, okay, we got to take a break right now for our first ad read of the night. Tonight's episode of Down to Dunk is sponsored by Crystals. Do you remember Crystals? You could go <laughs> there and get some pizza. You could watch a movie from the 1940s. You could play pinball. Uh, it was great. Um, they, they don't exist anymore, but they did want to sponsor the show tonight, uh, which was great of them. So we usually say support those who support Down to Dunk. You can't actually go to Crystals, but if you're with friends and families, why not bring it up? You know, if people are like, hey, where are we going to get pizza tonight? Just throw out Crystals. And then they'll be like, what? That place doesn't exist anymore. But it'll help us reminisce. And maybe if enough of us are reminiscing, it'll come back. So support those who support Down to Dunk. Crystals. Ooh, crystals. Long time. Haven't heard it. If I remember correctly, it was the biggest restaurant on the planet. That is correct. Yeah, they only had one location. Um, but per capita, it was the biggest restaurant on the planet. It was huge. But I was also a child, so things just were bigger then. You know? That's true. Relatively. Relatively. It was huge. Um, and, then it, and then I... And I I went and watched cartoons in the little theater, and I was always with him. I was like, I hate this. Why is this here? Constant cartoons. Old, old, like 1930s cartoons. Yeah. You didn't like do you remember, it. 
Uh, I do remember the microphone that gets drunk and sings. That cartoon. Uh, I, I don't remember that one. Did you basically tell the plot, or is there more? That's that's it. The microphone would get drunk and walk around the town singing uh, like a singer. That is clever. I like that. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to move into a, a section, a segment. Um, top five power rankings. Hit that drop. <laughs> Top five power rankings. Top five power rankings. Top five power rankings. Down to Doug podcast. Top five power rankings. The end of that always reminds me of uh, Yeezus, the Kanye West <laughs> album. Yeah. I just, yeah. Something about it reminds me of Yeezus. Okay. First off, top five power rankings, top five powder rankings. People have been clamoring for it. They've wanted to know, what are the top five powders? And so, Luke, I'm going to give you my top five list. You tell me what you think. Lay it on me. First of all, I don't think you can have a top five powder ranking without including baby powder. So number five, I'm putting baby powder. You can't eat it, granted, but it's fun to play with, and it has that certain smell, certain aroma. And that's what LeBron uses, right? Before games, he puts yes. the baby powder. Yes. So I had to include it. Number four, powdered milk. You ever had powdered milk? Ugh, no. Not, well, I mean, as a baby, maybe. As a baby, maybe. Uh, you, you put it's a powder. You put any kind of liquid in it. Coffee, Gatorade. It turns into milk. It's great. I, that's my no. number four. Number three, chili powder. I put I use chili powder regularly. I put it on anything. Uh, I put it on a meat. I put it on a uh, vegetable. I put it on uh, other categories of food. It's great. Number two, a protein powder. Now, you know, I mean, you know, Luke, we like staying oh. fit. We like staying oh, fit. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. And the best way to do that is get yourself a high-quality protein powder. Yep, they sell it in gigantic drums because that's how much you want. Per day. Per day. A big old drum of powder. And then number one, you knew it was coming. Okay. You knew it. Powdered sugar. Okay. <laughs> oh. The powdered donut. Powder. King king of the crop. Cream of the crop. Cream of the king, crop. Except king it's of the powder. Court. Except it's powder. Uh, I used to take when when I went to uh, school. Back in middle school, my mom, my mom, she would pack my lunch every day. I would get a bag of baby carrots and a bag of powdered donuts as my two snacks. And I would stick a carrot in the middle of the donut and down that bad boy. Ugh. Okay, moving on. Luke, why don't we do your top five wrestlers? Top five. This is WWE main like main show wrestlers talked about NXT earlier. This is not, that's their like developmental league. This is SmackDown and Raw. Number five, The Miz. He's still around. He's still around. He's he's a classic bad guy. He's recently turned good. Um, he kind of needs a little bit more going, but I think, but I still love him. He's still great on the mic. I like him a lot. Number four, Alistair Black. 
just wow. moved up. Just moved up to the main roster. He's kind of a tattooed, creepy Satanist guy, yes. and he uh, he's good. I like him a lot. Uh, uh, number three, Daniel Bryan. Is he back? Ah. He was he's injured, back. right? He was injured. He had a he had a neck injury. He got it checked out by a bazillion doctors. Can now wrestle. Turned bad. He's now what? a bad guy. And he's, yeah, and he's been in a storyline recently where his friend has attacked this other guy, but he stood up for him, but his friend was lying, so he's mad at his friend. Uh, but he's really good. He's a very good wrestler. I always enjoy seeing him. Uh, number two, Andrade. He used to be Andrade Cien Almas, but he got to the main roster, and they thought that was too long, so now he's just Andrade. Um, he has a person, a manager that speaks for him, Zelina Vega, um, because he's from Mexico. Uh, I think I can understand what he speaks, but I understand why they don't want to have him with a microphone all the time, but he's awesome. He's a great, great wrestler. Uh, I see big things in the future. And number one, Ooh, here it comes the fiend Bray Wyatt. Who he is a, the fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, is They're that the, the... The guy with long hair? Yeah, he kind of has some long dreads. And yeah, he yeah, has, yeah. He's doing this thing right now when he's Bray Wyatt with the long dreads and, and, and normal him. He kind of has a Mr. Rogers type show. But when he wrestles, he taps into this darkness inside of him and he becomes the fiend. And he, oh, has, a, wow. and he has like a... Do you remember when in the comics when the Joker had his face ripped off, but he put his face back on himself? Yes, I believe he used uh, staples. Yes, he has almost that exact same look, and uh, and it looks it looks creepy. And he's very 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 good. He's don't use him very often. You see a lot of Bray Wyatt, but you don't see as much Fiend, and it's very good right now. Mm-hmm. That's now, it. Now, do you have any uh, uh, like wrestling? Uh, wear any apparel i have i have put on i have t-shirts that i wear mainly to work out in um they make a good workout shirt um i i have um the none of these guys i don't have any of their shirts um but the guy you mentioned earlier velveteen dream i have two of his shirts wow yeah he's he's awesome and then I also oh. uh, for for a friend Christmas like exchange, they got someone got me like a miniature uh, world championship belt. Oh, that is so sweet that they're uh, enabling you like that. I know I, I wear it to uh, WrestleMania when I have okay. a, a watch party. I think that is the end of wrestling talk. Yay! For the rest of the pod, we're now moving on to the top five YouTube channels. Why am I talking about YouTube? Because the other week on the Fry Pod, somebody said Hulu or Netflix. And I was out there saying, uh, what about YouTube, boys? Because when I come home at night, I'm turning on the old YouTube. It's the only thing I watch anymore. <laughs> and it's great. So I'm going to give you my top five YouTube channels. I don't think you guys realize how good YouTube is. So number five, I'm throwing in a classic right off the bat, Pawn Stars. I need my chum Lee, okay? But I like him in bite-sized bites, okay? I like him in four-minute segments where it's like, hey, chum Lee overpaid for this Care Bear. You know, that's what I want to watch. So I've been watching a lot of Pawn Stars. I've, got, I've been getting my wife into it. 
she's really getting into the character development, you know, with Big Hoss and and Little Hoss and Chum Lee, and of course, R.I.P. to the big man. Uh, but we love Pawn Stars, don't we? Oh, Daddy needs his Chum Lee. <laughs> yeah, Chum Lee's great. Now, num- number four, I'm cheating a little bit here, okay? So don't get on to me. It's actually three different channels, but they're all focused on animals. I love animals. I love animal videos. So I do Hope for Paws. So this is where they find an ant. Like they'll find a chihuahua that had, you know, one leg. Its head is torn off. It's living in a sewer. And they'll come through and they'll coax it with a Big Mac and they'll rescue it. And then within five minutes, they do an amazing makeover and they make it look like the most beautiful dog ever. They give it three bionic legs and they, they show you its new home where it's loved and it's running around and it's happy. I love it. Second, Scotty's Animals. Now, this one you really got to check out. Scotty is a volunteer with the Los Angeles Guinea Pig Rescue. And Scotty makes videos, they're very long, about his guinea pigs, how to take care of guinea pigs. Uh, one of his guinea pigs, Snoop, just died, and he did a very sad in memoriam about Snoop the guinea pig. But my, my family just got, we just adopted two guinea pigs, so I've been watching that a lot for tips. The last one is the Dodo, which you've probably heard of. They just do great animal vitties, odd couples, you know? You ever seen, like, uh, a, an alligator with a Yorkie, you know? And they're just yeah. hanging out and, and swimming together, something like that. I love that. I see, okay. that on, I see that on Facebook. I like it. Yeah, they're great. My third best YouTube channel, Jomez Pro. Now, what is Jomez Pro? What, what is he talking about, Jomez Pro? This is the official channel for the National Disc Golf Championship. <laughs> so... Listen up. You might not be into disc golf. I haven't played in a decade, okay? I played when I was in high school for fun. But apparently disc golf got very big and very legit. And now they have this amazing YouTube channel where they they have real tournaments every weekend. And they do drone shots of every hole, okay? And it's beautiful. It's shot in 4K, all right? You put that on the big screen. And you just get to see these guys just yak. Just yak some Frisbees. Okay, these guys are amazing. They're just chunking these things. They're so good. And and you learn the different uh, golfers like Paul McBeth, a.k.a. McBeast. Okay, he's the best guy on the tour. And so I'm getting really into it. I'm going to try to go to my first live professional disc golf tournament uh, coming up in a few months in Portland. Very excited about it. Uh, number two, uh, the Needle Drop. The Needle Drop is a music review. Uh, YouTube channel hosted by Anthony Fantano, the internet's busiest music nerd. It's where I find any new music that I'm going to listen to. And the last one, number one, another music-themed one, Nardwar Serviette. Do you know who Nardwar is? I do not know who Nardwar is. Nardwar. You don't know Nardwar? Okay, Nardwar is a, uh, he's a, he's a reporter. He's a, he's a music interviewer. But what makes Nardwar so unique is, first of all, the names he gets. He's basically interviewed every big rapper that you've ever heard of. He's this goofy-looking white guy who wears a like one of those Scottish hats going forward. He, and he always wears like a plaid jacket. He looks very dorky, and he's interviewing all these famous rappers. But what makes him unique is that he does insane research. And so he will bring up things from these guys' past that terrifies them. <laughs> they have they have no idea why he knows this information. So, like, in particular, I would go listen to the first one he did with Pharrell. 
Pharrell is just freaking out the whole time because of everything he's bringing up. There's one with Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert, where well, Lil, Lil Uzi Vert gets so scared in the middle of, of the interview that he just starts running to his car. He's just trying to get away from Nardwar. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Nardwar is just going, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi, come back. It's great. There's another great one with Kendrick Lamar. And what he does is he, he gives them gifts. So he'll give them like a record of their favorite band when they were 12. And they cannot figure out how he would ever know that information. And it's very funny. He also interviews comedians. So those are my top five YouTube channels. That's that's pretty good. And Lil Uzi Vert, you said like his first name is Lil Uzi. So he was saying Lil Uzi, not Lil, right? That That is, I guess that's what we're supposed to uh, imply from that, that his first name is Lil Uzi. Because if I was chasing around, I'd be going, Lil, Lil. But who knows? Lil Flip could be there and turn around like, oh, what? Did yeah, you call me? Little... That's true. There's a lot of Lils, but there's only one Lil Uzi. Oh, man. Oh, I, uh, uh, my friend, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this in a second because I, I want to talk about something else. Uh, we'll do it after ad. Um, uh, now, what, what's our next top five power ranking? Next type, uh, oh, next top five power rankings comes from us from at Bangelope, the famous Bangelope. Where would the podcast be without Bangelope? Sends in a question every week, keeps the podcast going, asks for our top five beers. Are you ready? Here's mine. Number one, Bud Light. Oh, you know, is that one through five? That's one. Number two, Coors Light. Oh, God. Number three, Michelob Ultra. Why? Number four, Corona. Uh Uh-huh. Number five, a Miller Light. Wow. So you're keeping it light, it sounds like. Keeping it it light and breezy. Watching that weight. Watching that weight, but it's... the other, on the flip side, I get to, instead of having one uh, super high calorie beer that's going right. to, you know, whatever, I can have 80 of the ones I listed. <laughs> so it's more like uh, watching that weight go up, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, my top five really quick. Number five, the Lagunitas Daytime IPA. This is a new release. 98 calories, Luke. Oh, 98 calories, 4% ABV. Ooh. Only three grams of carbs. Somehow it still tastes. I love it because you're going camping, you're going out to the river, you're going on your porch at any time of the day. You pull out one of these Lagunitas Daytime APA, and uh, you, you won't get too drunk, but it'll taste like an IPA. Now, most of mine are IPAs. Admittedly, I'm from Portland, so I'm drinking a lot of them. My number four. Now, this is one you can get at your local pharmacy. Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. It's a classic IPA. The reason I like it is because you can actually taste the pine, Luke. Can you taste the pine in Bud Light? Yes, it literally, it tastes like a pine tree. Meanwhile, you're over here drinking 80 Bud Lights. And I'm over here tasting delicious pine. Oh, the pine. Um, No, you can't taste. That is the one thing that you miss out on with the Bud Lights is the pine. But you, uh, what you get, what you get is drinkability. You do get drinkability. Number three, uh, the local brewery breaks 
Side Lunch Break ISA. So this is another light alcohol beer, only 4.7%. ISA stands for a session IPA. It's great. It's light, but it still tastes like an IPA. That's what I'm usually going for. Now we're going into the heavy hitter. Number two, if you come to Portland, my number one beer recommendation, Boneyard RPM IPA. If you go to any place and they have this on draft, you just got to get it. You got to get it. Oh, you got to, got to get it. And then my number one, which I'm drinking currently, Fort George, based out of Astoria, Oregon, City of Dreams Pale Ale. This is actually a pale ale, only 5.5% ABV. Tastes absolutely delicious. It looks like a hazy. It tastes a little bit like an IPA. It's got a little of that hop. It's a perfect light summer beer. It's actually been beer of the summer two summers in a row at the Spears house. So pretty cool. Oh, wow. Uh, are, are you are you doing uh, White Claws? Are you doing hard seltzers? Uh, I have not breached that uh, gap yet. Uh, I'm still I, I do a lot of regular seltzers, but I have not actually had a White Claw yet. Um, they're good. They're, well, they're good. I'll tell you that they're good. Now, Luke, what is your favorite? This was a question from at uh, Thunderfan in NC. Asked, what was your favorite local OKC beer? My favorite local OKC beer. I think this is. I think this is one of ours. Uh, right now, I'm really liking um, the Neon Sunshine from. Uh, I think it's from Stone Cloud. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like a st- stone. Is it called? It's Stone Cloud or Stone Stone Cloud. Stone Cloud I think it's correct. And it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they're in a building that used to be a laundromat. And and they kept the same sign and just redid it, and it looks really cool. It looks really vintage. Yeah, that sounds correct. Okay. That All right, our last. Correct. I've not been last, there. I, I should. You should. You've just been buying it off the shelf, which you can do now. Just shelving it. All right, the last one from at the underscore Sternlicht. He wants our top five I think you should leave skit. So I think you should leave, of course, the popular uh, skit show on Netflix. Very yes. popular with us. Um, the, I love this show. And, and uh, have you seen his? Uh, Tim Robinson is a guy who like writes, directs, stars in it. He's like the main third line of it. He had a he had a thirty minute, I think, episode of Characters that's also on um, that's also on the uh, the streaming Netflix. You know, have you seen that? I have not seen that. You should, because I got to give a special shout out to Morley and King of the Slams. That is a great, 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 great skit um, that you need to watch that immediately after this. But this would be my this would be my top five list. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number five, Um, the car uh, like group where they're they're rating the car and giving ideas for their new how to make a car that they would want to drive that is the, the focus old, group skip the focus group with the old guy that uh that is hilarious i really really like that and the guy that wants to uh marry his mother-in-law uh number four the one with tim heidecker where he is the like 45 year old man that is dating a 20 year old <laughs> And they're playing uh, the game where you put names in hats, bring them out. You have to act out who it is. And he's has all these old 
old jazz legends that none of the kids know. I love that one. Um, number three would be uh, the one about the horse ranch uh, with the uh, where the horses are. They've made a change to the horse. If you haven't seen it, they've made a change to the horses that uh, make them not as uh, more approachable for the modern man. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know. Uh, yes, I do. Yes. Uh, number two, the hot dog car that crashes crashes into the Brooks Brothers store. Yes, yes, yes. And number one, the where they're in the recording session and he sings about uh, the skeletons coming and bones are their money. Yes. <laughs> and worms are their dollars. Such a, such a good show. I mean, three that you didn't even mention. Uh, of course, the Instagram one, which was probably the most popular one. Yeah. Um, and then personally, I really like the choking skit. Yes. Uh, where yes. he, had, he was at, at dinner with the famous person who was choking but was trying to hide it. And then yeah. uh, my personal favorite was a kind of a random one, the new printer where the, <laughs> somebody makes like a, just a very casual office joke and people sort of laugh. And then, a, and then a girl there tries to make subsequent office jokes, but no one's laughing. For some reason, it just makes me laugh a lot. It's, that one's very good. You need to immediately after this go watch his characters. Um, I will. God, you'll love it. Okay, so uh, it's time for our second ad of the night. We actually have two new sponsors tonight. So our second sponsor of tonight's episode of Down to Dunk is Billy Baloo's. Billy Blues, interestingly located just beyond where Crystals used to be. Um, also, not no longer in business, but Billy Blues was a great place to go to get a slice of za and to play some games. They had pinball, a lot of other things there. And uh, unfortunately, Billy Blues is no longer in business, so that is so loud. Billy oh, Blues me. is going to, they're going to pull their sponsorship. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Please, just... Support those who support Down to Dunk. Again, doesn't exist. So, you know, when you're around friends and family, please bring up Billy Blues. This is the problem. What we have right now in Oklahoma City, Dave and Buster's is the one-stop shop for getting a slice of Zaw and playing some pinball. It's disgusting. They're a, they're a multinational corporation. They, they swept through Oklahoma, shutting down all the mom-and-pop shops when it came to getting a slice of Zaw and playing some pinball. And it's disgusting. So I, I'm here. You know, it's just a coincidence that we had these two ad sponsors today. But I'm here to call on all the local mom and pop get us uh, and play some video games out there to come together and form our own conglomerate to take down Dave and Buster's. Because I'm sick of it. Man, I, I have not been to Dave and Buster's. Good. Boycott <laughs> Dave and Buster's. But Billy Blues had a full ice skating or hockey rink in it. That is true. Yeah, they, they took crystals to another level. Yeah, they said, oh, the, what, what the kids all love today, it's hockey. Ice. I don't think, it, I think it was inline skates like that. But you could, but, but I don't know. Um, okay, so now it's time for a second round of Twitter questions. Let me hear that drop. <laughs> All right, the first one comes from Et Andy Maka 12. He says, if you could only do one, would you wine me or dine me? 
Uh, you got tough one, you Andy. Got, you gotta go. I'm I'm whining him. Really? Uh, now, I'm whining him. So in this scenario, if I dine Andy, I'm not allowed to order any alcoholic beverages. Is that the case? No, you can only dine him. I'm just dining him. Uh huh. And similarly, if I'm whining him, I'm not allowed to order any apps. No, not even a charcuterie. Can't, can't, uh, cannot. No, it's only whining him. Wow. Well, let me just because say. Because where, where do you draw the line? With, you know, what? with whining and dining. Like if you're whining, we get a charcuterie. Uh oh. That can be, that can, you know, a big charcuterie board can be a, can be a full meal. And then, uh, you know, if you're dining him and you get wine, all of a sudden, you're whining him. You eat all the food, the only wine's left, you're whining him. Cross the line. And that's, and that's why I think Andy presented this question. So could be because traditionally it's been wine and dine me. You know, they've been kind of put together. And Andy did something really interesting, which is he broke them up and asked us which one we would rather do. So a really good question from Andy there. Yeah. Hey, hey, I have, I have breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> it comes into up? something that I kind of want to talk about. Um, tonight on Raw... WWE, we're talk, back talking about wrestling, but the, Luke, I we said it. We said it. We were done. No, 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 no. But I promise, this is this is thunder. This is thunder. Basketball related. Basketball related. Okay. They have a championship belt, twenty four seven title. Anyone could win it at any time. Tonight, Raw is back in Madison Square Garden. They haven't been there in like ten years. Tonight, who won the twenty four seven title in a Celtics jersey? But Enos Cantor. Oh, wow. Ennis Cantor won the 24-7 title, and I'm, I, I really like him from his time in, uh, in Oklahoma when he was a member of the Thunder, and I think it's just so interesting that he's, because he's now dating, he has been for, I think, you know, a year or so, has been dating a WWE wrestler. Really? Yeah. Now, who, Dana who Brooke. Is, yeah. Pardon Dana, is it, her name's Dana Brooke? Dana Brooke. And what, um, what, is, what is her gimmick? What does she do? She doesn't really have a gimmick. She's kind of just like an all-around athlete, I would say. She used to be a gymnast, and so she can do some uh, like flips, and she can do a really cool aerial that she does when she comes out. Uh, but she's, and then she got into bodybuilding, so she's also just ripped. Like, she's just huge, huge muscles. But they've been dating for a while, and uh, I, I think it's really, really interesting because if you've been watching on, like, Instagram, Ennis Cantor's Instagram, he's been doing a lot of stuff with wrestling. Uh, one, I think that that's cool because, you know, he, they're, you know, they have similar interests. He's showing interest in her, her job and all that. But I think that eventually we'll see... Ennis, yeah, as as working for WWE. Wow. So you think post NBA career? Because this is why I think Ennis, he hasn't he's hasn't got his American citizenship yet. He's on a sports visa, which means that he has to be working with a known sport sporting team or sport group or something in order to stay. We know, and, and it, we know that he can't get deported back to Turkey because of his disagreement with their government and stuff. And, you know, basically he's been labeled a terrorist. He can't go back. He cannot, you know, he can hardly travel to the, like, overseas games when the NBA plays at various places because of that. 
And right. so, you know, he's, you know, if he, you know, plays basketball for a few more years, well, if he doesn't have his American citizenship, he's got to find something else to do that extends his time in America. And so I think that's why he's been continuing to do, get into to wrestling, and he's been trained by uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, there's been some Instagram videos where he's doing stuff with them. He's, he's wrestling and having little matches, learning big man moves, which are like choke slams and stuff like that. And I would not, and I would not be surprised if he was w, started doing WWE full time. He's already used to traveling, which is a big part of their, um, you know, their their thing. They're they're basically they have no off season. Um, they're working fifty two weeks a year. So he, but he's already used to schedule and traveling a lot, um, even more in the time when the season's going around. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if he did that and tonight while we're talking he's on raw winning his first wow. championship that is uh that is exciting. and uh, you're kind of making a big prediction here people need to remember that you said this you know i've 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 had this idea for for a little bit and i uh finally got the opportunity to say it without that andrew boss lording boss over man. you editing boss you out man Boss man keeping me down. Uh, absolutely right. Yeah, but Ennis, Ennis, uh, future WWE superstar. I can see it. Okay, next question from Et Davis Robbie. What's the over-under for the number of Thunder games Luke actually watches this season? You know, we've seen this a lot. I've seen a few tweets out there, people saying, oh, it's a month before the season. I don't even really care. I don't even really care. And they do a little uh, sad uh. face, you know? And meanwhile, Andrew's over here just excited that he doesn't have to watch Russell Westbrook anymore. You know, he's so excited. He's a hater. He's a hater. Yeah. Turns out we had a Russ hater in our midst. So how many games do you think he'll actually watch this season? Oh, you know, you know I got to watch those Christmas Day games. But I bet the Thunder aren't playing on Christmas Day. (laughs) They're not, so still at zero. Still at zero. Gotta watch that season opener. Yes, there's one. We got one on the board. Ooh, end of list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. I'll catch. I'll catch. Uh, I'll catch. I'll catch. I'll catch them. I'll catch I mean, them. You, you'll probably go to a few games. Your parents still have the t- uh, tickets. Oh man, times are changing, man. They dropped uh, them. We dropped the tickets. No, are you serious? <laughs> serious. Why? Dropped them. Uh, Fairweather fair fair fans, my oh parents. Gosh, it's a civic duty. All right, man. They, they didn't, uh, you know, you know. No, I don't know. Through. Well, they're not, they're not going to get there. Uh, my dad was unhappy with uh, Paul George leaving Russ being traded, and he took it out on, on everybody. Was he really? He was genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are, man. Get over it. We still well, have a basketball team. Well, what else he'll are we get, gonna do? He'll get back over it, and we'll we'll pick him up in a few years, maybe. Uh, I don't think you'll be able to because you know what? This team's going to get so freaking hot, Luke, that you're not able to get tickets anymore. I agree. I agree, and I am the voice. I am you in this conversation, but but uh, you know, I'm, don't I don't want to uh, shell out my own money to prove a point. Well, of course, yeah, I would never do that. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> next question from at Benelephant King. Which body swap movie is your favorite? Ooh, body swapping. You you big body swap movie fan? The only kind of movie I watch. Ooh, love it. When, when two, there are two bodies and the consciousness is in those bodies switch. Hijinks. Hijinks always ensue. And uh, one I was wondering, uh, now I can't remember the plot of this movie, but was would Indian in the Cupboard be considered a body swap movie? Or did he just get <laughs> no. no, he didn't, the, the, he didn't the become action, a rat. No, the action figures came to life when you put them in the cupboard. The Indians and the oh, Cowboys and, and Darth Vader was put in the cupboard for a little bit. But there was no swapping. I don't think anything swapped, and I don't think he ever became... No, no consciousness swaps. I still really like The Indian in the Cupboard. Haven't seen it, but when I was a child, I saw it, and I liked it. I mean, I'd put it right up there with uh, Toy Story in terms of movies where... About uh, toys? About toys coming to life. It, it would be in my top five. It would be oh. Toy Story 1 through 4, and then Indian in the Cupboard. Wow, no love for toy soldiers? Uh, no, although great video game on the Dreamcast. See, I I uh, I can't think of other toy toy movies because I did not prepare for toy movies. I prepared for body swap. Uh, you gotta go with gotta go gotta go with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh-huh. and and uh, Lindsay Lohan. Freaky, in. Fr- Freaky Friday, and that's what you call. Uh, Every uh, Friday for you. That's what I call it. Free. Oh, I always get pretty freaky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they switch bodies. And uh, oh my gosh, the mom is the daughter's now the mom. And the mommy's now the daughter. Oh my gosh. Can't tell her what to do anymore. That would be so weird. I'm so, I'm so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> it would be, it would be, uh, if, bodies, if body swapping were actually, ooh. You know what? A better body swap movie, which I count as a body swap movie, what um, would be Get Out. Uh, yeah, I could see there, that. Yeah, that there was a body, body swap, swap in that. There's yeah. body swaps in that, and they're That's attempting a good body call. swap. I would have yeah. never because I actually looked at the list on AMDB of body swap movies. Uh, it was a list of 36 movies, and that was not on there. Oh, That's, that's I think that counts. It's a and it's a high one. It's good. Uh, now, now, what about uh, you got face off, which isn't total body, but it is face, you know, part of the body. Yeah, body it is. Uh, I count it as a body swap. I've not seen it. I don't think ever in its entirety, but I, I've heard it's very good. And then uh, y- there's some other classics. You got 13 going on 30. Um, a real classic is big. Now, would you consider big a body swap? It's still his body. It's his body, but it does swap to a much older version of his body. And and I, I don't know. I don't think Big could get made today <laughs> with, uh, and, you know, some of the, you know, he's, he, he, he romances a woman who's romancing, as it turns out, like a 10-year-old. That is weird. That would, that would be weird. Frowned, that would be frowned upon. I just, I just, I just but, but a good movie, you know? He plays around that piano. He I've does. Been the, I've been to the piano in uh, FAO Schwartz. In, in FAO Schwartz. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I remember I went to FAO Schwartz the first time I went to New York City. Okay. I was 10 years old, going to New York City for the very first time. First place me and my uncle go, the Motown Cafe. And I got a burger and it was great. And then we went to FAO Schwartz and I bought every 
Toy Story toy that they had. I had the entire collection, even the big pail of army soldiers, okay? Okay. We go back to my uncle's friend's apartment because my uncle was too cheap to buy us a hotel room. So we're just staying at one of his friend's apartment. And that's when the food poisoning hit. And <laughs> I start vomiting. Okay, but, but it doesn't just happen in the, in the apartment. What actually happens is we go up to the roof because I, th- I think it's so cool. It's my first time in New York City that you can go up to the roof and look out the big city. And we get out there and I'm looking out the skyline and I just start puking. And so my uncle, he picks me up. I'm pale as a sheet. He's bringing me back down to the apartment. And all I remember is a guy, just a random guy, opened his apartment in the hallway and said, is that kid dead? And that's all I remember. (laughs) And I I passed out. I had terrible diarrhea. And then we had to go home the next day. That was my first trip to New York City. Yikes. All right. uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to throw up in the army man pale filled with all your Toy Story toys. Oh, that would have been terrible. That went horrible. Really put a damper on the trip, that would have. Uh, okay. still, yeah. The next one, I, I don't know if I have any off the top of my hand, but I thought I'd ask just in case you know. At JV uh, Nascimento, it's pretty good, right? Is that right? Since Andy is out, can you guys relive the most memorable moment you've sh- shared with Mr. Andrew Schleck so far? Luke can probably tell us about the time Andrew was on TV talking about the weird mailman. Yes, he just wanted his mail. Um, I, 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 because uh, we've you've known Andrew far longer than me, but I've known him since the sixth grade. Yes, um, a lot of, a lot of great, um, got a great men's with the and Andy man, and uh, one, uh, I, pardon, that's what we call him, the Andy man, the Andy man. Uh, the and what I would say a great 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 one is when uh, it was me, you and the Andy man, and mm-hmm. our senior year for prom, yes. we all went stag uh, by our like with the three of us, just us, no dates, and before we all got dressed in our you know tuxes, and we went to Arby's. They had the meats. They had, we had the meats, and then we went to prom. Took a hilarious photo professional picture of the three of us that i still have somewhere and uh it was great that was that was great times with uh you me and the andy man me and the andy man yeah me and andrew uh go back as far as kindergarten his mother used to drive me home from kindergarten and uh i remember in fifth grade andrew went through puberty approximately five years before anyone else did and so in fifth grade, he was an absolute giant and he, we were on basketball together and he was just dominating people in the post. You put, you put Andy man down in the post and he will dominate you. And uh, I remember Andrew used to have the classic butt cut, which is the, the haircut where it's a bowl cut, but you part it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, affectionately known as the butt cut. And Andrew was so popular with the ladies in fifth grade that I decided one day, well, it can't be his personality or anything like that. It must be the butt cut. So I decided to wear a butt cut one day of school because I was made fun of so much that day that it only turned out to be one day. But, of course, that was the only day that they took pictures for the end of the year slideshow. So at the end of the year, when they're going through all the slideshow pictures, every single time I was in it, I had this stupid butt cut because I was trying to be like Andrew. Man. 
I remember him with the butt cut. He needs to bring it back. It was actually pretty good. He, he rocked the butt cut. He, he's one of the few people I've ever seen who could really wear a butt cut. I mean, I mean, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas, would that be considered a butt cut? It was a little more poofy, but it was parted in the uh, middle. No, I don't think so. But I, but no, it's because it's almost like a bowl cut, but just a, you know, butt in the middle, in the front. Right, a butt right uh, in the middle. Yeah, I, uh, do you know that Andrew doesn't have like a hair person he goes to to get haircuts? He just goes to whatever supercuts location he happens to be when he feels he needs a haircut guess what luke i do the same thing are you serious now i don't go to supercuts i go to a a nice place it's called bishops no it's called rudy's they give you a beer when you go in but i just go i've I've had a different person every single time every single time except Uh, this next time this next time though i met my match last time she her name is panda which is a great name and she and she's, yes, yeah, she's very nice. She teaches me all about the scientific part of hair, yeah. like why hair grows the way it does. And she's a big gamer. So we were just talking about video games the whole time. I love that. So me and Panda, in, in fact, the next question from at Midnight Ross, what video games are you currently playing that you're getting owned in by young teenagers? Oh, man. Yeah, this is me. Uh, Fortnite. I play a lot. Oh, you're still playing it. Still playing. You know who got me started? You. Yeah, I regret it because I don't play anymore. <laughs> yeah, I do man. And those little kids, man, they are just so good at sniping, man. They're so good. Their their hand eye coordination. I was I watched the entire uh, Fortnite championship on YouTube this year. Yeah, that was a uh, Friday night. Because while you were playing while you were playing Fortnite when the championship was going on, there was a little screen in the corner that played the championship. Oh, really? Yeah, so you'd be playing, but you could still watch it. And man, they're so, and really what they're so good at is building, and I'm not very good at it. Um, I don't play it anymore, but I will say, like, a lot of people make fun of Fortnite, you know, it's just like a little kid game or whatever. But they have, like, mastered the art of, like, a living game, of constantly updating it and adding new things, making you want to come back. Surprise to them. Um, okay, let's see. We got a few more here. Which of these last couple do you want to do you want to talk about? Uh, um, we got to give a shout out to at Al underscore Miller one two who wants to give our takes on reality TV. I really like the challenge. He likes it too. I I it, they just started up a new season. It's a War of the Worlds where it's USA versus Britain, and it's very good. I I've I'm a huge huge challenge guy. I've, I've watched it for years, and then um. I also am smack dab in the middle of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, really? That's on right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's happening. And uh, there, I, I don't have a really good couple that I like this year. Um, John Paul John Paul Jones, um, who is a man on it, has... I, I, at first I liked him. He's like laid-back surfer dude, but it turns out he like kind of has an anger problem. Um but uh, it's a good show still. I love the Bachelor franchise. I've tried out a, a, a time or two. Uh, so mine, you know, I just rewatch uh, Survivor Season 1. You know, I'm a big uh, Richard Hatch guy. Oh, man. I've always yeah, been a Hatch he, man. Man, I mean, it's hard to watch it when he perfected the game so early. He did, just getting naked. Uh, who was that? You know the guy, I think he got third on that season. 
he was the or he went pretty far. He's the really old guy. Uh, really old guy. Really, they had a really old guy. Super, super old guy. Um, and he was like an army like vet or air force vet veteran. And he he stayed he stayed on the show. Until, I mean, I think he was top five, but he's very old. But they brought him back a few years ago for a season. They were like, we have him. He's back from season one, 98 years old. And this guy just stands over like, hello. And he started talking about like young people today. And they had to cut him off. <laughs> it was, I like Survivor, but I don't, I, you know, it's hard to find enough time for Survivor. And I'm not yeah, a big you, brother guy, but I heard I should be. Well, you, you, you watch so much TV, though. I don't know how you could fit it in. I know, man. It's tough. It's tough. Um, all right. Our last question from Eric. Is it Horn or Home? Eric Home. Eric Home, okay. This is my only chance for this question to get answered. For the rest of your life, you must have either your front privates, privates, you must either have your front privates or your back privates on your forehead. Which do you choose? This, I have to say, I think that he's asked this question before, and we have answered it, but Andrew edited it out because he did not approve of where this question took me and Taylor. Well, just as cleanly as you can, give your answer. You don't have to give a lot of details, but Eric really wants to know. Okay. My answer, front privates. My answer? Stay tuned for next week's episode. That's tonight! <laughs> for the Down to Duck episode, we'll see you next Wednesday! <laughs> oh!